You're listening to Wannabe, a Spice Girls podcast. I'm John. And I'm James. And uh, we are here for a special. We are returning, just like the Spice Girls. A very special occasion. A very special anniversary. It is a very special anniversary. So obviously, just straight off the bat here, we know it's Wannabe 25. We had spoke about doing a little special reunion episode because there'd been a lot of murmuring from the Spice Camp. And uh, then, of course, they released some official news. So we was like, okay, well, now's the time. Now is the time. Also, I don't know if you realize this, but today is also exactly two years since mm-hmm. we went to see them live in London at Wembley Stadium on the closing night of the Spice World 2019 tour. Uh, of course I know that. Hello. This is like a special day in history. Uh, yeah, so it's all very serendipitous, and I think that it feels right to do this. Now, uh, we should let our listeners know that we are not in the same room, which you can probably tell. <laughs> we're not even in the same state. Um, no, I- we're not. <laughs> like, I do feel like this happens a lot. Whenever something spice-related happens, we're always not in the same place at the same time. Although one can argue not much spice is happening, but we'll get into that. Uh, um, I don't know. But, uh, um... I don't know. I think it's a lot of it's a lot of hubbub for nothing. Anyway, I am <laughs> well, currently... Okay, bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later. We'll come back in uh, five years. No, um, I'm currently in Florida. I'm at my parents' house. And, uh, you know, if you hear a TV in the background, if you hear some dishes clanking, if you hear a thunderstorm or brewing, it's live and it's in living color, and that's the way it has to be right now. Yeah, I'm. I, I obviously, as our listeners know, I'm the holder of the technology. Um, so I have the mic, I have the sound set. John has some old school earphones plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they... that is that explains the tech issues that we often face. But anyway, it's June 15th, which is you know. Two years since we saw the Spice Girls live. Mm-hmm. Also, California is reopened today. So welcome yes. back from COVID. And we've talked about this a lot, how, you know, 2019 was a weird year for the Spice Girls reunion. It was 23 years at the time, which made mm-hmm. no sense. But in retrospect, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Thank God it was 2019 and not 2020 yeah. they or had 2021. The yeah, they had the foresight. They knew. They knew. They knew. I think we should just kind of get into it. Do we, shall we start with the the news of today or shall we like really no, a little bit let's absolutely start with the news of the day since that's what's hot on everyone's mind the 25th anniversary but we don't of want everyone Girls. we don't want everyone to tune out if we just give them all the goods up front no goods i think we have a lot of complaints so <laughs> oh no he's in a mood he's in a mood i am in a mood okay let's just get to the elephant in the room is i have coined the term sassy Seamus for what I believe is the Irish intern that is running the Spice Girls social media account. Now, okay, so John and I have been, we obviously we message each other constantly and anytime we discuss something that's happening on Twitter or Instagram, John always brings up Sassy Seamus, the Irish intern. Now, I have a question because I haven't asked you this during our text messages back and forth, but that did we invent Seamus or... <laughs> Do, 100%. Uh, no, but I feel like there was something that happened with an Irish intern. No, I think... No? I mean, perhaps subliminal, subliminally, but Sassy Seamus is completely a creation um, that we have come up with because we just picture <laughs> Sassy Seamus logs on that Spice Girls Instagram, logs on that Spice Girls Twitter, and just loves to ignore us 
<laughs> well, I, actually, he, he's not been ignoring me too much because he has liked a few of my things. That's true, um, and they did follow us at one point. So thank you, Sassy Seamus. Yeah, I mean, we can't hate on Sassy Seamus, but I think ultimately what we're trying to say is is that we need to maybe demote Sassy Seamus and promote somebody else who knows what they're doing. <laughs> um, and preferably somebody who doesn't need to do it across every... Um, Spice Girls social media because I think what's very clear to me um, and I know we're kind of starting off on a negative here and we'll get to some positive we are who we are no you know but I think that we always say this we're very well-rounded fans we love them when it's deserving and we'll point out things when it's not so I think that that to me is the sign of a a good friend and be a good fan and to be clear too we are as when we started this whole podcast process, like it was, yes, we're huge fans of the Spice Girls, but it was also a learning process to dive into their music catalog and everything mm-hmm. that they did in their time. We're not those, like, we are not people that like know every single fact back and forth. No. In fact, no, it, we've no, made no, it no. funny that we get them wrong and we're not, you know, we don't have everything plastered about the Spice Girls on our walls because we are <laughs> in our, you know, we're in our adulthood. <laughs> Well, I, you know, and again, there's kind of nothing wrong with that. But Not um, at all, not at all. We but love, it's just, we I mean, love you everyone. do have literally, like, many divas posted on your wall. So let's not, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's let's true. Let's not claim that you're too old for that behavior. Listen, if there was Spice Girls wallpaper that, that, you know, I could get right now, I probably would. Exactly. So hush up. But anyway, <laughs> so what we're saying is, is that I, I think what I've started to realize, or I probably knew this anyway, but that... The, the Spice Girl social media team, and let's call them that, because I think that the management team is obviously a different entity. There's maybe a lot of miscommunications behind the scenes. It's all I feel like it's all very just messy behind the we scenes. We are talking about Sassy Seamus. We are talking about Sassy Seamus and the running of the social media accounts. Now, I think that Seamus has the passwords to each of the Spice Girls bar Victoria. And it's very much a copy-paste situation. Would Could you agree? Be. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like Emma's pretty good on on social media and kind of controls her own thing. No, Mel B dips in all, and out. Wait, you wait. Think... They all control their own thing. I'm saying like they all have their past. they they all log on themselves. But what I'm saying is when there's an announcement or when there's a job to be done, I think it's definitely coming from a social media entity. Um, because it's all it's just all just too consistent and then to me I just find it funny that Victoria's the only one that never is doing the same as the others like she hasn't even posted anything to do with the wannabe 25 what is up with her why I... she's she's been on date night two nights in a row like she's she posted again today date night with David and it's like girl but this is the point where we would say that Victoria is the one that, you know, likes to check in when it's convenient for her. But, you know, a few days ago, she did release under the Victoria Beckham brand the proud and wannabe your lover Spice pride Girls t-shirt. pride t-shirt for yeah, pride. Again, would we then not say that that kind of does build into that argument that she, it, you know, it was the Victoria for Victoria Beckham brand that did it. So it kind of benefited her to do that. I mean, obviously, less, you know, all of the money was going to charity. It wasn't like she was really coining anything. But she... It, it still drove back to her brand, is what you're saying. So, yes, that yes. makes sense. But the other girls all supported her and, well, of course you know... they do. 
but let's, I think that let's that's... be real. How do you feel about that T-shirt? Uh, listen, I was very upset when I saw the T-shirt. <laughs> Um, mostly because I thought it was just a printed t-shirt for $100. Um, on further review, I did slightly change my mind because it wasn't, it wasn't like a print, like a, just a regular printed t-shirt. It did have some foil elements on there, some colorful shine, which I do do understand does bring the cost up in production. Um, but I, my biggest issue with the t-shirt was, well, actually I had two biggest issues with the t-shirt is one the sentence itself didn't make any sense none zero it was very like grammatically 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 um it was very incorrect uh grammar wise um and second of all the shape of the t-shirt is not flattering to anybody (laughs) except victoria beckham well as you said victoria cares about victoria first so that's that's where it is. I think my disappointment with, with the t-shirt is, yeah, I, I agree the sentence didn't make sense grammatically, but, like, for me, it's just a miss of an opportunity. Like, they should have a full pride store the way Mariah Carey has. Like, Mariah Carey is doing it right in terms of, like, pride merchandise and mm-hmm. fan merchandise. It's like, yes, it's great that this is going to charity. Thank you, Victoria. But, like, come on, ladies, who's managing you? Yeah, like, your the, fans are both gay. Yeah, it's exactly. And it's the consistent thing that really pisses us off. And again, like, if you're tuning into this and was kind of just thinking that we were going to gush on everything that was happening, then you were mistaken. Maybe go back and listen to some of our other episodes because we can be quite judgmental and critical. But again, I feel like that is important. And as a fan for 25 years, um, I, the merchandise thing is the bit that really confuses me more than anything else. Like, I, I am adult enough to know that we probably aren't really going to get new songs in, in the way of, of recording new songs, should I say, where they're going to come together, write a song. Like, this is all pretty much not going to happen, in my opinion, because it's too much effort. Like, you and I can barely get together to record an episode. So I understand getting five women together who have children, lives, careers. Like, it's it's tricky. So, but the easiest thing any artist could do is sell merchandise. Well, I will say, in defense of the merchandise now, because, you know, I like to flip-flop, go up and down. (laughs) Two years ago, when we went to go see the show in Wembley, in June again like in june in london it was quite frigid and in an emergency panic both of us had to buy the spice girls um the black hoodie Mm -hmm. and i must say it's one of my favorite possessions me too but i but that's what i'm saying like the merchandise is gonna be what gets me gets me to buy it like throw throw a decent design on a t-shirt on a hoodie on a pair of socks like i will buy it I will, but release a vinyl, I'm not going to buy it. I don't and have also, a record player. I know that vinyls are making a comeback. No, I'm very no, happy, no, for, no, I'm no, very happy no. for vinyl, but I'm just saying this is jumping on the trend of like everyone let's release vinyls. When like, no, but really... I'm telling you that the vinyls made a comeback when they first released their greatest hits on vinyl. When that was maybe f- three, four years ago, I think it came out on vinyl. Um, 
and that was around the same era a lot of other artists were doing people it. still love vinyl it's 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 not about that i think it's just about like really that's the best that you got like i don't think most of your fans were even really listening to vinyl it's not like when they came out like vinyl was a big thing <laughs> no and i and and to be fair wannabe 25 like the designs look really cool um you know they they have done some artistry there to entice people in and i did appreciate the cassette version of the vinyl but again from a personal perspective i'm not gonna buy a cassette because i cannot play it and i cannot play a vinyl so now would I you buy the vinyl as a decorative piece like no perhaps because i frame don't it? no because i don't really like clutter and I know that I have uploaded a picture today. Actually, can I just quickly address this? Because you mentioned earlier on about spice memorabilia all over the walls, etc., etc. And I have uploaded a picture today. And my my social media accounts are actually going slightly insane. I'm getting more notifications than I have on most ever things I've ever posted before. Um, and everyone's like obsessed. So I posted a picture of me in what is my office. Um, and I'm sitting on my credenza, b- surrounded by Spice Girl posters and Spice Girls merch. Now, I have said in the description that it is not real because it's a digital artist comp. Like, I've, you know, I visioned it in my head and I wanted to create this kind of cool artist, uh, you know, piece of digital art. And now I feel bad because I'm like, everyone's like, oh my God, I want to do that. Ah, your room looks so amazing. And I'm like, I have to keep being like, oh guys, like it's not real. But still, <laughs> it's, it is real because it's digitally real. But like, yes, but that's it part of the like, fun. Yeah, you walk into my office, those pictures are not there. I don't have an Emma doll. Like I don't, like I have a very small box of Spice memorabilia that actually is at my parents' home in Spain. So I, like I do have stuff, but I'm not at that level. No, and that plays into our whole um, creativity, which is we have put ourselves multiple times in the Spice Girls universe, whether it was a short film that we did where we superimposed ourselves into their music videos, which mm-hmm. we were not there. In fact, I was probably <laughs> 10 years old, so it would have been weird if I was. <laughs> so this is a little bit more of that creativity that I think Sassy Seamus should appreciate and retweet or repost or whatever the kids are doing these oh, days. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mean... like Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Instagram or Twitter. Um no, I, I just kind of just, it just made me think of that as we was discussing, but, um, so this vinyl, forgetting the vinyl, we are being blessed with a new song, unreleased, a, yeah, unreleased, unreleased song. song. They have a little snippet of it that they put on their Instagram stories and mm-hmm. I'm quite excited to listen to the full thing. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, this song I, has come up a few times throughout like the obviously history and it's been discussed here and there. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I mean, I'm saying a couple of years, I've kind of lost track of time, but um, there was a, a article about it. I think it was Biff that kind of discussed it and was explained that this was a track that was completely finished back in the day. Like it was completely done and dusted. It hasn't, I don't think it's been like changed uh, since it's been recorded, um, but it is, so it's, it's like it was in the can and they just never used it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, yes. So I'm excited to listen to it because I think we'll get the authentic Spice era sound from the beginning, you know? Yeah. I'm like, excited for that too. The nostalgia without trying for nostalgia because exactly. it's, it's just from it's the, just, it's just from that era. A hundred percent. 
And we've talked about how much we love some of their like outrageous B-sides that never made the album. <sighs> so um, I think this will be a good track. And... Yeah, but like, see this again, like let's swing back to like, okay, so when I mentioned on um, Spice Circle, the Facebook group that I'm a part of, which is a very active, probably one of the most active like Spice things I've seen. Um, the, the I mentioned that we was going to do this and a lot of people were asking our thoughts about like what should like, you know what could there be what what would you want to see for the 25th year etc etc sure um so i think like if we're discussing you know old songs b-sides and that sort of stuff like i probably well it's tricky because i would love to like there be a release of like all the b-sides and it would and obviously globally released so you're not getting like if you're living in a certain place you can't access the music blah 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 but it's tricky because i'm not gonna buy like i'm not gonna buy a physical thing to play it on because like so i understand that it's gonna then just have to be released on spotify which kind of then just takes away the celebratory nature of a release you know know if it takes away the celebratory nature of a release because most artists release their music on you know just spotify these days like nobody's really going out to buy cds anymore so it's still it's still celebratory and people no, are still I know, but i almost it. kind of feel like i want an occasion like i'm being quite selfish because i want an occasion and like this thing that i can be like oh wow this is so cool but at the same token i, I also don't want to have to like you know purchase something that is going to kind of clutter up my space no for sure i mean we would we would purchase like if they for their personally for me for their 25th anniversary i would have loved like a revamped store with a lot of new material i think that would have been an easy way to kind of celebrate things spice mm -hmm. girls 25 um if they i know that it doesn't exist but if they were to you know release the 2019 or the 2007 tours somehow some way that would really actually that would be all i'd want because yeah. those shows are so amazing and i love watching them on youtube but like it does pain me having to watch other people's youtube footage which is not always you know filmed no, properly mastered exactly. properly and, it, and, and it's I, I mean, annoying yeah but i'm grateful for those people that spend their time and do that because we get to relive it but yeah a hundred percent there should be that is absolutely something we should be getting we just we're just not going to because it's just they don't like whoever was in charge or whatever's going on there's no foresight and this is so baffling to me because these baffling. women these women could still take over the world i i feel like if you still combined them together now they you know they kind of proved it in 2019 with the four of them like selling out you know world mm -hmm. records blah blah like they still have that capability it's just whoever is in charge or like whatever's happening behind the scenes it just keeps like we just keep getting blocked or stopped from anything groundbreaking yeah. and we don't know who to blame so we blame everyone but it, it <laughs> is it is hard to kind of wrangle five people and kind of get them to agree on one thing um and i'm, I'm still happy that despite victoria not agreeing that they still went through with the tour but like yeah Let's talk about these rumors that we've heard in the last month about there being a sequel to the Spice World movie, which I'm sorry, people, I do not believe them for one second. Well, Emma has squashed that already uh, on English TV. So I was watching an interview with her on this morning, um, whenever it was. She was promoting her book, which obviously we'll Mama, get you into, got this. We'll get into later. Um, she. She, the, the Spice World 2 came up and she just sort of laughed and she said you're obviously she would love to be doing something like that but there is absolutely like it's come out of nowhere 
there's no truth to it like it's not happening basically and um, honestly nor should it because the first one is camp perfection and i don't think again you can't kind of no you can't do it again like if if anything the spice girls like would be perfect for like a reality show or not a reality show that follows them but like a reality game show something where where it's just them doing personality like we don't really need to see them act as you mentioned like we don't really think they'll get new music or get into a recording of new music because no. i don't think that would be successful either no i don't necessarily need them to <laughs> this is the funny thing it's like we don't really need to see them doing what they did before because i think it's too hard to recreate it but i think that they still have the power to do new and exciting things and i think that that's why they're special because they seem to be able to like create new versions of things that we didn't know like music kind of shifted when they came out like it shifted yeah very much like merchandise shifted i you know i think that nowadays we wouldn't have like lady gaga jock straps and like all of this stuff if it hadn't have been for that era of spice girls when they literally just were on everything so they they have this ability to create new mediums and i think that that's where they should focus their energies but obviously if i was managing them i would push kind of for an animated something because i think that would be really easy for them to do together but not together and Mm -hmm. because of course the magic happens when it's all of them together or at least four of them together and i think (laughs) that magic also happens because it doesn't happen very often so when it does happen it's special but i think and animated is kind of an easy way to like cheat and kind of have the brand still out there but not really have their presence um exactly i would of course love them to go on tour again and this time i would you know do a full documentary with them like get a full <laughs> crew in there <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and i think that the, the crazy thing is is like i would do that for absolutely no pay like there are good people out there that would be willing to do this shit with no pay so like why like they can't start going oh well you know it's too expensive we couldn't you know the management company didn't want to pay out this amount of money for people to follow them around with a camera and a bloody microphone i'll do it yeah we'll do it it's for free yeah jesus christ mama we got this yeah so uh so emma has released her book it's a book about motherhood, which she says is, you know, she loves being a Spice Girl, but being a mom is her greatest adventure. And I I think this is a great um, vehicle for her, you know, when she mm-hmm. did the whole kit and kin. Um, yeah, which this, is a super successful brand. Exactly. This is all falling into that whole, you know, she has a good branding person. She kind of, kind of knows where her lane is. Obviously, she's baby Spice, so, you know, being a mother kind of fits mm-hmm. into that whole thing as well. So um, I think this will be, this is a good forward step for her we still need to, her to get you know her albums on us spotify because it's kind of incomplete we still don't have free me <laughs> oh my god please don't this is again this is the kind of shit that needs to happen on the 25th year like get, pull it out let everybody be able to listen to your music and just figure it out she said she's trying and, and to be fair it it probably is caught up in a lot of legal work. I mean, Mariah Carey had some issues to get glitter up there, but she eventually did it last year for MC30. So, you know, we're seeing. But will I be reading Mama, You Got This? I mean, I'm not a mother. I don't have a child, so it, it's not really my brand, but I'm happy that she's doing something. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's the thing is I... Again, this is the kind of fans we are, is that I support her in her adventures as far as 
this is great, this is a good thing, but again, I'm not going to go and buy that book because I have no need to. Like, if maybe if my friend was, you know, becoming a mum or blah, 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 that's probably something I would do as a gift. Totally. But all of my friends have already, already had children, so it's kind of too late for that. Yeah, if um, she was doing a book signing, which obviously we can't in this COVID world, of course I would buy the, the book to have her sign it if I was, you know, yeah. in the same place. But that's yeah. a different situation. Yeah, but, but I, I, you know, I get that there's fans out there, you know, God love them that will buy anything and they'll go and get this book. And, you know, maybe they will give it to somebody that as a gift or blah, 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 blah. And blah, we blah, support blah. you supporting them. So thank you, fans. Mel B, of course, um, was silent for a little bit and then kind of reemerged with a domestic violence short film that she had been working on, which is obviously important work. In the last month, I actually got to read Brutally Honest, which shockingly I had never read before. And um, I fell in love with her all over again. In fact, like right after I read that, I've just fully embraced the, the whole leopard print catalog. I have leopard print everything. I have a leopard print umbrella actually right to my to my side right here. So um, yeah, if you it's... haven't read that book, I would recommend it because it is obviously dealing with more adult themes as opposed to Emma, which is, you know, more of a well, self-help. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a different type of book it's getting to know. And I know exactly. that in Emma's book, you still there are still little stories and tidbits and things like that, which probably is a nice insight also. But Obviously, uh, Mel B's book is much more, you know... In-depth. Yeah, she talks about her relationship with Eddie Murphy. She talks about her relationship with her last ex-husband who emotionally abused her. Mm -hmm. And um, everything that kind of happened since the Spice Girls. Yeah. Kind of and not officially disbanded, but disbanded around the year 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, um, it was nice to see her doing... Um, obviously, as difficult as I, it must have been to, to put that short film together... Uh, uh, it was uh, Love Should Not Hurt I think it was the, was the title um, but it was really nice to kind of see her kind of being in control of a project and putting kind of all of her energy into it and obviously it's very important to her and very specific well yeah I think one of the things that I got from reading this book is that with, with Melanie B especially as Scary Spice you get this sense that she is just strong and takes no prisoners and you know, will fight for whatever she believes in. And she will, she absolutely does all those things, but mm -hmm. she's also a human and people affect her and she shows her real vulnerable side and that things haven't been easy for her always. And the road back is is not the easiest. No, but um, I think it's just nice to kind of just see her on the TV. Like she's, you know, she's she's clearly she belongs on TV. She does. If you, if you listen to our Mel B episode, we talked about how she's <laughs> done 554 TV shows. Whether it's like, you know, The X Factor, America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, Thailand's Got Talent. I don't know. Everyone's Got Talent. But <laughs> Mel B belongs on. She's tailor made for a judging panel, and I'd love to see her back. I hate yeah. that Sofia Vergara took over for her on. I know on the U.S. version, and I've I've never watched that show, but I just liked having. I just like seeing billboards of Mel B and Heidi Klum like yeah, up in yeah. L.A. Yeah, I know. Um, but she kind of people are speculating that she was on uh, TV on the Masked singer in Spain. Did you see this? I did. She performed well, do, allegedly. Do we, we don't know if it's we her. we don't know yet. We still don't know. It's still ongoing. I as kinda... far as I feel like we would have heard. Yeah, so me too. forgive us. But there was this <laughs> you know, was it a jellyfish? Um, yeah, it was like a Medusa jellyfish type yeah. thing. Performing um, You Gotta Be by Desiree and 
It certainly sounds like Mel B. I mean, there is no way that it wasn't Mel B. Like, there is no way. Well, the only thing that would give me pause is that she literally just did The Masked Singer UK. So it's like, you just did that one and then you're going to do the Spanish one? Like, there's no mystery there. Well, but you, first of all, you wouldn't expect her to go on to the Spanish one. So there's a little bit of mystery. Um, <laughs> I, the only thing that made me question it is because you, you would obviously have to go to Spain to film it. And I feel like because of COVID, like when was this filmed? Was it filmed in COVID times? Like, what's, what's the story? That's the only thing that makes me question it. However, when you listen to the singing, she's literally singing with Mel B's like accent. Like, <laughs> unless somebody's just putting it on. Yeah, and she didn't do well in the UK version. She was booted off pretty quickly. Yeah, like really early, which was kind of shocking because there were some other people on there that I feel like should have gone first. Yeah, well, I think Mel was trying to like impersonate other people's voices, so obviously she doesn't sound like herself. And for the UK one, she did Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head, and it sounded fine to me, but I think for if it's her on the spanish one she's singing as herself and she sounds beautiful i'd love her version of you gotta be by desiree yeah it was really nice i mean it would be good if the if it is her that it comes out that that's her and then she maybe does a little um actual release of that that would do it girl do it get that dollar we've Uh, been rambling should we take a quick break Oh, yeah, I forgot that we used to take breaks. (laughs) We take breaks. We've been rambling, Chad. We have been rambling. Sorry, guys. Don't mean to keep rambling in your ears. But we'll just have a little breather, and we'll come back, and we'll have more to discuss. Welcome back. You're listening to Wannabe, a Spice Girls podcast. I'm James. And I'm John. And again... Welcome back to the 25th anniversary. John and James are reunited. The Spice Girls are currently not, but you know, technically neither are John and James since we're in different states. But exactly. Before we move any further, mm-hmm. we must discuss your milestone birthday weekend well, it was week, a week. I should say. It was a week. Birthday milestone birthday week, which had a Spice Girls twist. Ah, uh, uh, can we go back? I just want to do that all over again. Um, I think. Most of our listeners have cottoned on to this now because, I, again, this is another little thing that kind of flew through the social media world. Um, but yes, it was my 40th birthday in April. And yes, it was Spice Girl themed, uh, which I will be honest, wasn't the initial plan. Um, it kind of naturally and organically came about, right? Correct. Yes. And uh, I mean, everyone had different plans. You wanted to, to go to Japan this year. You couldn't, so you had to settle for the next best thing, which was Palm, <laughs> Palm Springs. Springs. Not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, listen, I love Palm Springs. But yeah, the, you know, I decided to have a week away in the sunshine. And so I just wanted to like rent a house and spend some time with my husband and like three good friends. And then as those sort of plans were coming together, I was like, oh, you know, we kind of need to do something. And then it hit me that there were going to be five of us. And I was like, wait a second let's do a Spice Girl theme. Um, so I put it to the group and it was a go. To the group, eh? <laughs> to the group, eh? <laughs> Joanna Krupa. <laughs> so yeah, so obviously I signed on pretty quickly to the Spice Girls idea because it's it makes sense. It's fun. It's obviously on brand for both of us. Mm. And who doesn't want to transform themselves into one of the Fab Five? Well... Uh, it's, I don't think it's that not everyone wanted to. I think that the, obviously for John and I, like obsession, central, we're going to dress up as and when we can. Um, but my husband 
who you know loves the Spice Girls but isn't fully vested and came to Spice World 2019 had the time of his life uh, and then my other two friends um, one is uh, younger and so the Spice Girl era is slightly off uh, not, slightly I suppose but not no, we too think much about younger it. I mean eight years no, but I'm two years older than but, him, okay, so right, like it's whatever. the same. It's uh, you it, know he didn't quite miss the Spice era. No, but you know what I mean. You're not at that age where it's like impactful. Like I know what I mean by that. Like it's like a different era in yeah. your life where things kind of get embedded in your brain. Um, but anyway, obviously loves you know knows the Spice Girl songs like loves and because of me is has to partake in all things Spice. But yeah, so they were, everyone was kind of willing to get on board. And I just said, look, my only requirement is that it not be Party City Spice Girls, which kind of sent everybody into a tizzy. Of course. It sent us all, it stressed us out really quickly. And because, you know, sometimes we don't want to let you down. No, I understand that. But obviously it was 40. It was a big occasion. It felt like there was a lot of pressure. But, and I knew that nobody was going to like fuck it up. But at the end of the day, what I was trying to explain was, is I didn't want that kind of typical Spice Girl dress up where everyone kind of just puts on a bad wig, you know, an ill-fitted dress. I wanted like true to form, like we are actually the Spice Girls. So I sent everybody on a mission to figure it out. As soon as we got this assignment, I, of course, picked my favorite Spice Girl, Melanie B. Scary Spice. And... I went to town. I got myself a cat suit from, I think it was Forever 21, that fit me from about the nipples down, but I could not get my arms into it. But I turned it into a halter top, and it worked out perfectly. It worked out so well. Um, Skinny legend. I had uh, leopard print shoes from 2019 that I got to repurpose, because Mm -hmm. when else? Why not? I also... Did not get a cheap wig. I got a pretty good wig, and, oh, and thankfully, was... what are you gonna say? I was like, the wig was beautiful. The wig was beautiful, but I will say my wig is also the easiest because thank you, Melby, for having the easiest kind of hair to manage, which is, it just is what it is. However, yeah, it wants well, it to was be. A, it was a nice wig too because it wasn't like, it wasn't afro. It was no. more that kind of like uh, kind of Melby 2019 tour. It was it like, was my inspiration. Was yeah. the, the hair was the Melby 2019 Spice World tour and then the outfit was um, from obviously the 90s. The Brit Awards. Yeah, it was kind of like the Brit Awards performance. I put on a bra. Like it, it all it all came together. It came together so well. My husband uh, ordered I don't know how many leather cat suits off of Amazon. Uh, a lot turned up and a lot were really cheap and nasty and so they got sent back um but he ended up kind of getting one that fit like a glove i think ginger spice is probably the easiest to be fair kind of like if you're gonna go union jack ginger yeah yes which 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 uh my friend did and she but she kind of she did like a sparkly version like a more of a fashion version it was a fab version yeah. yeah so i appreciated that her wig came out great i obviously was baby spice hello um and I ordered approximately 25 dresses from various online sites. And I don't know how much money I spent on that, but it was a lot. It was actually really difficult to find that baby doll dress. Like, because I still wanted something sparkly. I didn't want something muted. Like, it was, I was, you know, it was very specific what I was looking for. Managed to find it. Um, managed to find Baby Spice platforms, which I like 
I wish I'd which, had them in 2019. And they made you about six foot five, it felt like, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I still wear them now. Like, I'll find any excuse to put them on. Um, my wig was epic. Um, it was actually pretty cheap. It was only like $70. But then the styling um, of it, how much did that cost? Because that was well, a whole production. <laughs> that was a whole production. So it, basically it was like a regular wig, like just like blonde, flat, straight wig. And so I needed a fringe cut and I needed it in bunches, but I had no idea how to go about this. Um, so luckily my um, somebody who lives in my building, she's a actress on days of our lives <laughs> randomly um and so i asked her and i was like hey do you have a wig department <laughs> and she was like yeah why and i was like well so i have this wig and i need it to be turned into like a baby spice thing da, da, da. so she was really nice she took my wig into days of our lives and got the wig department <laughs> to um reset the whole thing and cut it for me and it is like perfect it was perfect but that he didn't charge me that much money for that that wasn't yeah. That wasn't much money. It looked it was money well spent. It was money well spent. I will say the person who spent the most money was Sporty Spice. <laughs> Sporty Spice went out, but she looked great. Her wig looked great. Her bag balance does not does not look great after. Well, that. the issue with Sporty Spice was that, you know, anytime you bring in a tailor to, to do alterations on your pants, that's when you know yeah, James because, has stressed you out. Yeah, and I but the thing is is because I was like, listen, I think you need to go more like 2019 Sporty Spice. Like, you can't just throw on a tracksuit. I'll be really upset. And so, obviously, and this is somebody who isn't as familiar. So he was like, well, I don't understand. So I was, like, showing him all these pictures. And then he took it upon himself to find, like, this special fabric and da-da-da-da-da. And was like, oh, this is what I'll do. So I was like, okay, great. That all looks good. But then... Good. Good. Um, how good. Um, but that's part of the fun, too, is, like, when you start these things and then you really get into it... And the Spice Girls play into that. It's, it it kind of takes things to a next level. And I think mm-hmm. that's what that's what got us all excited was if it had been Party City, then you're right. It would have right. been it like, less fun. Yeah, we would have all like figured our outfits out in a day. And like yeah. that, we, it was the whole lead up. It was the whole experience. And it paid off because everybody loves that. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves those pictures. And we even got uh, a great article uh, mention us uh, Pride magazine or pride online pride. magazine pride.com yeah. uh they did a write-up about it so that was really nice um and i went it. all out with my leopard too like not just was my outfit that day but like i had a leopard kimono i had a leopard print <laughs> bathing suit i had my leopard print umbrella like <laughs> anyway let's talk about what we actually did once we were oh the god spice i think you completely forgot but um well before we were the spice girls i will say because it was a lovely hot warm day around the swimming pool my husband was playing bartender and he actually really cute idea kind of stolen from the 2019 experience uh, came up with five different cocktails for obviously the five different Spice Girls and so he was kind of on cocktail duty and well let's that... revisit 2019 then because well uh, because we of course we were in London for this and we went to um where was it the St. Pancras Hotel that mm-hmm. they had the the drinks the Spice Girls theme yeah, drinks where they filmed Wannabe and the drinks were, um, I think two of them were like sold out, which we were really upset about. Yeah. <laughs> and um, one, it was decorative. One, baby Spices wasn't even alcoholic. Yeah. So we were, we were kind of, we were excited by those in 2019, but we were also let down. Let down. They, didn't, they didn't really taste that great, but no. these <laughs> tasted amazing. So Well, these were kind of tailor-made. Like I knew that obviously this, that we were doing the cocktail. So I spent some time with my husband to like kind of really tailor make it to each Spice Girl. And for also, sure. I think if you haven't done this already, I think we should actually put the, the recipes that yeah, for all sure, the drinks never, online. 
that's a good idea right uh, uh, following this podcast I'll go on and you can all make yourself a spicy cocktail <laughs> so okay so we're all dressed up as the Spice Girls of course the first thing we did was take photos because what would be the point if we didn't have a oh, kick ass no, photo we needed shoot a, yeah we had to do a photo shoot so we drove into the desert which was really fun like all getting in the car dressed up driving through Palm Springs piling out of the car wandering through the desert and then kind of all just doing a little photo shoot that was really cool of course drinking was involved because we had started drinking our spice cocktails all day so i will admit that i you know (laughs) possibly took things a little bit too far but at one point um i definitely ran into a glass door yes well we returned to the house after the after the photos and then obviously really cranked everything up and was drinking heavily ordering pizza ordering pizza like that was but that was my thing i was like aside from the cocktails my favorite thing in the world is pizza my second favorite thing is champagne and i those two things kind of are a bit weird to put together because one's kind of fancy one isn't and when i say pizza i mean dominoes but john was obviously you know it's very slight woman (laughs) very slight here's the Uh, thing so at one point, James asked me to go grab something, and I said, sure, I'll go grab it, and I ran. I don't know why I was running, but I ran, and I leapt into <laughs> the door because I thought it was open. Uh, it was not open, and I uh, went headfirst into this glass door. My eyebrow, um, my eyelashes that I was, fake eyelashes that I was wearing, half fell off, and I left my face imprint and hand on the door <laughs> that lasted for days. And I just wish, a, a I wish it was filmed, because it just looked, it was so funny. Like, if you if you guys have seen the pictures of John dressed as Scary Spice, with his, like, tight cat suit on, this, you know, frizzy hair, like, bouncing around, and he just, like, was like a gazelle, and then all of a sudden just, like, poof! Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah really it was the best and then we had a little bit of a dance party where for Mm -hmm. some reason i wanted to put on the macarena and thank god i did because i was thinking about that yesterday and it was so much oh we had the time we did we played we played a lot of spice girl songs and did all of that but then john sort of took it sideways and we did the macarena and then the cha-cha slide or one two step whatever it's called cha-cha slide those songs in duration are about half hour long um, First of all, the Macarena is a solid three and a half minutes. It's the cha-cha slide that's the other 27. It was um, ridiculous. <laughs> this was still, COVID restrictions had not been lifted yet, but we decided to go out because Palm Springs had lightened up their restrictions. It was still mass, mass on everywhere, so it was fine. Oh, yeah. But we went to a few places and people were taking their pictures with us, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. I will say a highlight for when we went out is that we went to this bar that was, you know, fairly empty. We walked in. These people wanted to take pictures with us, which was really fun. And then we went to the bartender, asked them to play them the Spice Girls, <laughs> and immediately they played like "Wannabe." It was great. We, like we were all dancing around oh in my our God. outfits, like dancing pretending around. we were the Spice Girls. Pretending we were the Spice Girls, dancing around. And then you guys, if I could, if you could pick a, another Spice Girls song to dance to in a club, what would you pick? I mean, I, I will. I mean, I know what happened. So, of but course, I, I was I, waiting for. I was like, "Say you'll be there." Who exactly. You think you are? Oh, any of those to spice up your life. Even oh. I was like, "Okay, we can keep this going." And then, you guys, the next song that they played for us <laughs> was "Headlines." <gasps> Friendship never ends. <laughs> I mean, and listen, if you if you go back to some of our old episodes, you will know that I I don't know that song. 
Like, I, I actually that love song. that song, but it's not a club song. It's not a club song. <laughs> but also, um... I'm happy that they did because now I have this memory of Headlines playing in a bar in Palm Springs, and it's probably the first and only time that song has probably been played in the United States, by the way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was a great night. Uh, I, we got into bed at like 3 a.m. I think it was like a, you know, a proper solid good night out dressed as the Spice Girls. And I will be doing it again. At some point this summer, those outfits are coming back on everybody and we're going out again. But I mean, what else is there? I feel, oh, well, we haven't spoken about, oh no, we did speak about Victoria Beckham and what she's been doing. She's been doing nothing. Um, yeah. No, she's been putting out her Pride t-shirt and going on dates with David Beckham and ignoring the wannabe 25. Uh, people are still waiting for her to post something about that, but we'll see when that happens. Um, Melcy, she... Uh, I mean, I feel like Melcy is always the busiest spice anyway, but... Um... Melcy is the most creatively linear. And what I mean by that is, like, she is very much a musician first and mm-hmm. that she's True. never really deviated from the musician path, whereas you have, like, Emma doing... You know the the baby hosting. brand victoria doing the fashion brand mel b hosting everything jerry i don't know what jerry does <laughs> we'll we'll get to her in a second but um mel c yeah she's definitely more on the linear path i know she had like a lot of dates that she was going to be doing uh performing around europe and then obviously that had to kind of come to a screeching halt um but i've seen a lot of hubbub that those things are sort of coming back she did do an episode of gogglebox where you just watch tv and comment yeah it's much. just people just watching tv and comment but they, they do a celebrity gogglebox in england and she was on it with her brother um i've seen a few clips uh th- i mean the thing is with celebrity gogglebox i feel like it's not the same as normal gogglebox because normal people just behave normally and celebrities i feel like always kind of like putting on a bit of a show or being mindful of what's being said so it was fine it was fun i I would like mel c's hot takes on this show called ted lasso because every time i watch it i think (laughs) oh mel c would really love this show it's just because it's it's about football well it's about the british football but also it's just so good-hearted and she just has such a good heart that girl oh yeah but I mean, they all do. They're all hearts they all of do, gold. But, hearts but of we've gold. talked about how, like, when Mel C in the 2019 tour video, like, talks about how we all made her feel special and she yeah. thanks us for that, like, it, it just melts your heart a little bit. Yeah, so I want the best for all of them. But of let's course. talk about Jerry. because Well, I mean, listen, Jerry's a funny one because I feel like, what what is she doing? Well, I've, I fell off the rainbow wa- the rainbow wagon, the rainbow woman wagon. So I'm not sure if she's still doing those. But I told you when we when we watched those, I quite enjoyed them. I don't know what the point of them was, but I'm... no. But I mean, we don't need a point. No, we don't need a point. We don't, we need, don't a point. need a point. I mean, if it's entertaining, I'll watch it. Um, she, I just again, I just see her kind of just same same sort of stuff, like in the garden, wearing white, running around, horses, like just the the new Jerry brand. Yeah, just being consistent. Good for her. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, because obviously not too long ago, uh, well, it's like June now, but not too long ago, we did have the uh, anniversary of Ginger Spice's death uh, in the Spice Girls. And I was thinking about that because I... Uh, we've done a whole episode, of course, about this, and I'm probably saying the opposite of what I said then. <laughs> she obviously devastated like you know ruined the spice girls like but then we still got some good stuff on the spice girls blah 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 but it obviously did change the course of history however i'm kind of softening to the idea of how or how angry i was with her for a long time 
I'm kind of softening because now, as I, I'm realizing, we got all of the good Jerry Hallowell music. <laughs> True. Like, yeah, she released she, that. Her first solo album was Fire. So yeah, like all of that stuff, Machiko Latino. Um, Look at me, all of that. Yeah, yes. Like bag I mean, it up. Bag, oh, I love bag it up. And what's the other one? The remake that I literally oh, listen to. Oh, it's raining men. Yeah, I listen to it like all the time. Yeah. Um, like we wouldn't have that. No, of course. In retrospect, I think if Jerry hadn't left the group when she did, um, it would have been a. It. I don't think their legacy would be as strong if, because with her leaving, it kind of cemented those two years, nineteen ninety six and nineteen ninety eight as like a true like girl power time yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it kind of has an end point when she leaves because then yeah. it's a completely different group and their music even changes but if she had stayed i i just i don't think i mean we I probably would have like yeah. i know what you mean it's just like it, it has happened the way it's happened and that's and it happened the way it, it it's meant to be like obviously of course i would love them to have like six albums the way little mix does before their lineup changed but it's just a different time it is a different time and also like people consuming music at such like a rapid rate as we're consuming everything a rapid yeah. rate like i just feel like yes little mix has put six and this is no offense to little mix i love little mix but like they've put out what six albums i could probably sing along to five songs i love little mix but i'll say what the difference is is when the spice girls came out with their first two albums and i probably said this ad nauseum since in the two years that we've started this i think the music that they were making for spice and spice world Yes, it was made in the 90s, but it doesn't sound like traditional 90s music. It, mm -hmm. it kind of, it can kind of be a little bit more evergreen and it yeah. kind of transcends time in, in a way that like Michael Jackson's Thriller kind of does as well. Like, you yeah, don't, you yeah, don't, yeah. it doesn't sound like typical 80s music. No, it just is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Exactly. Whereas Little Mix have always been current and they've had like great radio hits and it always sounds like music of the moment, whereas Spice Girls kind of, kind of did their own thing. And then it was only in the third album that they kind of tried to kind of work with dark child yeah, and fit yeah, the mold yeah. and that's when it didn't work anymore so yeah yeah no you're right actually and I, I i probably have thought about this and we have discussed this i imagine but like when you're saying that it isn't like there isn't a specific sound like if you let's take who do you think you are for example now a lot of people don't like that song um <gasps> who doesn't I, like that song uh Hussy by name. He always, com always complains about that song online. Hussy. Very odd. It is, that is a top tier It's a top tier Spice Girl song. Uh, we don't know what his issues are and what he's facing. But um, Who do you think you are has elements of disco in it. But, yeah, it, but again, like, it's a song from the 90s. You but, but it doesn't, you can't place that sound. Like there's not another song that sounds like that. Like it doesn't sound like any other song from that era. So when you listen to, let's say, a little mix song from two years ago, a lot of other songs sound the same because they're like using the same kind of instruments, the same. Sure. Spice Girl music doesn't have an era. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I think that's what makes them special is that oh. they kind of transcend time and they captured a moment um, that, like you said, was a generational shift. Yeah. And it kind of, it, after that, like with the Britneys and the Christinas, it kind of ushered in a new shift. And there hasn't really been kind of... Well, I mean, I don't know. It's hard It's hard when you're in the moment to kind of look back on these well, things. Well, I also think as well, it's like because we're out of that age, and I spoke about this earlier, like that kind True. of age range where things are so important. And so I think that it's difficult for us to, to say that because we're not in that era now. But like, obviously the younger generation will be like, oh, well, this yeah. is... A, but I, they got I, their BTS and they, BTS yeah. changed everything for them and One Direction just, later on yeah. or before, I, mean, I should say. I would still argue that point to the death, but <laughs> because I just feel like it's not the same. 
<laughs> no, it, but it's not the same. But we sound like the old people that you know. I our know. Parents, when the Spice Girls came out, they're like. Mm, I know. It's not, I was it's not about, the Supremes. It's no, not I know, Elvis. No, I was thinking about this the other day, and like, you know how? I mean, this is probably a bit of an obscure reference for you. I know you know who this person is, but like, when your parents or like specifically moms in England, like, were obsessed with Tom Jones, and so like, as you, as I got older, and like, was going to like see the Spice Girls in like Capital FM in the park or whatever, um, and my mom's like, oh, well, Tom Jones is going to be there, and I'm like. Why cringe? Like, what are you talking about? Like, to me, now I'm doing that. That is me with the Spice Girls. Like, I'm young people know. are like, can you let that go. Like, let it no, go. No, but I think I think you can appreciate legends. Like, I obviously we weren't around for the Beatles, but like everyone knows the way the yeah. Beatles shifted both culture in the U.S. and the U.K. So I think while people these days, younger people, might not be familiar with them as we are, I think they kind of respect acknowledge igno- yeah acknowledge their iconic status it's a respect level guys it's a respect level <laughs> exactly not everyone can get that no you're 100 percent right so i mean listen i think we kind of almost kind of covered our bases we feels like we're kind of drawing to a close and Solange in the background is obviously getting very loud <laughs> yeah there's you know there's stuff happening in the kitchen i can see the rain starting up again which i'm happy with yeah so but... i mean listen i think that we'll probably I should imagine we'll be swinging back like again to this soon. I know there's been a big break for us and it's it's a bit weird. Like I get I don't know about you, but I get messages from people that go, "Oh, like I miss your episodes. Like, you should do another episode. You should do another episode." And obviously that's great. I appreciate that. But we are very reliant on the Spice Girls being active. And it, to me it seems disingenuous to come on and yeah. try and like just put out episodes for the sake of it. And I know we've Sorry, if I'm... they're not active, we're not active. Yeah, and we've obviously shifted into like TV discussions here and there, which is great. But to me, I feel like it we should feels keep it. forced. It feels we want, forced. We want to yeah. talk about the Spice Girls. We'll have other stuff to work on, but you know, this is relying on the Spice Girls. So when they're when they come back, we'll be back. When they're busy, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thanks right. everybody. Yeah, no, it's been really fun, and here's to 25 years. And we love you, Seamus. <laughs> oh, Seamus, do us a favor. Pull your finger out. <laughs> wow. Bye, everybody. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys.